And joining me in studio right now is Durham-based band Bombadil. Guys, what is up? How's it going? It's been about a year since you guys have done anything. I mean, <laughs> welcome to the local beat. Uh, I'm, I'm coming back from surgery. You guys are coming back from a year-long break. I mean, what's been up? What have you guys been doing? Ooh. <laughs> Too much? <laughs> Where to begin? Well, I started by moving home back to mm-hmm. Wilson, North Carolina, to uh, recover. And started working on my grandfather's stamp collection. So I made it through. He's got a lot of international stamps and U.S. stamps. Yeah. So just kind of putting those back together. Keeping busy? Trying to keep busy. I had to pass, learn to pass a lot of days doing right. nothing and, and being yeah. proud of doing that. But, yeah, yeah, trying to keep busy now. Yeah. Uh, working over at the hospital. So if you want to come see me, you have to swing through Wilson. Well, this is Daniel we're talking to. This is and Daniel. Daniel, we, we do want to mention that I guess one of the main reasons you guys sort of stopped for a while is because you had um, some health problems. Exactly. I'm still recovering, so trying to get better. I had a problem with my hands and the nerves, and I wish I could explain it better than that, and I've asked many doctors and people to explain it, but just uh, I can't really think of the yeah. if it has a proper name. Maybe neural tension or repetitive stress injury. Mm-hmm. Are you feeling better now? Is I it- am feeling a lot better now. Good. That's right. I'm playing a little music, and I'm trying to work yeah. through this uh, hymnal, just trying to learn a hymn a week, and right. uh, so that I'm having a lot of fun. Uh, so if anybody needs him lessons, I'm here to help. <laughs> cool. Well, what's been going on? Uh, well, this is Brian. Uh, as Daniel moved back to Wilson, I wound up in uh, Washington, D.C. for right. a little while. So I'm heading up there working on uh, – I work for a nonprofit. We, we investigate the government for fraud and corruption and uh, mm-hmm. still try to play some tunes on the side. Yeah. This is James. I spent uh, the last year in Portland, Oregon. So, speak up. And now you did a tour. You toured with some. I did. I toured with another Ramsar Records uh, band, Samantha Crane. Uh, I played drums and harmonica with her for a a month-long tour in October, which was a lot of fun. Cool. James, Brian, Daniel, thanks for coming on. I mean, it's been about a year since you guys have played together. Am I right there? Have you practiced any? As far as live. But we've been trying trying to keep busy as much as we can. Brian and I have been trying to get together every month since we're still... Yeah, only four hours away, and James, whenever he can get together enough money to fly back from the West Coast. Yeah. So we, we've got enough material, actually, to do another record, and wow. so we're trying to figure out how to make that happen now. Well, let's touch on that in just a little bit. We're going to talk about Tar Pits and Canyonlands, excuse me, and uh, <laughs> and we'll definitely touch on some new material. But you guys, I said we have some instruments in here, and uh, I'm excited. You guys are going to play some live songs for us? Yeah, we were going to try some, some new stuff, I oh, think. Oh, wow, great. Yeah, just just see what happens. We, we've been running through these, I guess, lately, so... Cool. And what is the name of this track here? We're just calling it Ponies right now. Ponies? All right. This is Bombadil right here live on the local beat. The song is brand new. It's called Ponies. Take it away, fellas. Take to the window 
when the ponies play fiddles that wait down their backs, whispering, I am so sorry, just a few more errands to do. Last in line and led to it. Please put in a coat, put on a rack, and forgot him. Left out of friends and he led you in, but you haven't spoken. The rose that I gave you was still taped to the window. And the ponies played fiddles that weighed down their backs, whispering, I am so sorry. Whispering, I am so sorry. Whispering, I am so sorry. Okay, so I put it off. I thought you understood that my intentions were good. And if it didn't work out, sometimes it's hard in love. I didn't try hard enough. WKNC. That is Bombadil live here on the local beat. That's a brand new song right now. It's called Ponies. I guess that could change. Whatever. We're going to uh, go back here to Otto the Bear. This is off of Tar Pits and Canyonlands. Otto the Bear. Eighty-eight point one WK and see that is Otto the Bear. It's by local band Bombadil, who just played a brand new song for us. It was called Ponies, and that was live here on the local beat. I'm your host Adam Kincaid. Joining me, I have Daniel Bryan and James of Bombadil, who have come together and played live for the first time in quite some time. Daniel, you've been uh, getting better with your health I problems, have, and I everyone else has been better, keeping yeah. busy. And how do you guys go about? I mean, that was a new song, and you said you have yeah. enough songs for an entirely new album. <laughs> How do you guys communicate? How do you guys, you know, write songs when you're so spread out? Well, the Internet's a powerful thing. Just a lot of emailing, it seems like. Like, there's a, a – some guy will come up – one of us will come up with an idea and just send it to the rest of us, and we'll just get together and try and slowly chip away, build a new section, erase parts. and. So do you record you on your own and then send the pieces out, or how does that work? Yeah, we've been trying to do some of that stuff. The most helpful thing is when we can actually get together in person. There's nothing like right. yeah, yeah, doing of that. Course. But yeah, we, we've, it's kind of hard, but uh, in some ways it's, it's, like, it's an interesting approach to like sit in your own like box 
without anybody else's input and then like send that to somebody else and let them totally change everything you've done. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, so how difficult is it though? I mean, you know, James, you've been in Washington state, Oregon, state. Oregon state, excuse me. You've been in Washington DC, Brian, yeah. Daniel, you've been here in North Carolina. I mean, you know, collaborating, you don't get together as much. So I guess you have to really focus on sort of the the themes and stuff like that of the, of the song. I mean, how does that, how does that work? Um, I mean, it has been different. It's really hard for me. I can't really write songs anymore because I haven't been able to play. And so a lot of, I rely right. on James or Brian to write a um, a chord or a riff or a melody and then try to add to that the only way I can, which is by voice or, or lyrics. And so it's been nice, though, because a lot of times when I've written songs in the past, I usually write the chords and the, the melody and the lyrics all together. So I have to break that down and think of it, have someone else play and have mm-hmm. to sing over that. Uh, yes, everyone, of course, but put chords differently together than you would and so yeah it creates new ideas as far as creating like i guess sort of the songs the themes you know as far as the lyrics go you know i mean that's that's you know you put your lyrics down and but then you have to add to it you had to add to it piece and bit and by piece you know and and what is that has it been more frustrating or has it sort of been eye-opening like how's the songwriting changed in, in that respect rather than just sitting in a room and like coming up with stuff together i think there's definitely more constraints like we kind of took a no holds barred approach to uh, mm-hmm. some of our earlier songs, and I think now we're just realizing to try just to try and think more more simpler, uh, just and and make parts easier and and just easier for people to understand and digest than just to record um, right. because of our own limitations. And you uh, said you have enough material now for an entire new album. You know, is there yeah. are there any plans to record? And do songs change all the time? I mean. Uh, no, no, no specific plans to record now. Right now, we're trying to figure out the the cheapest, most efficient way uh, for us to record. But I think also stay true to the songs we're trying to make. Stewart's actually been getting really excited about songwriting again, so he has three or four new ones to contribute. Right. And so we're really fired up about that. I think to um, yeah, just pull us all together again and see how the songwriting happens. But I think we want to have more more of a hand in the actual engineering and recording of stuff. Right. I, I think that's. Maybe not been a constraint or a limit in the prior records, but we'd, we'd like to see what kind of creativity we can add to the placing of the microphones and the yeah. twiddling of the knobs. Well, let's get off of the new material here and focus on Tar Pits. I mean, you guys know that I, I put this as my number one album of 2009, I, I, and, not, and it wasn't just me. You know, people were blown away by this record, and this is really the first time we've been able to talk about it. <laughs> let's talk a little bit about the creation of Tar Pits. I mean, this is this is definitely a fantastic album. What are some of the main themes, the things you want people to focus on when they listen to the record? Well, one that a lot of people pick up on is is the marriage theme. I think mm-hmm. there are what five songs on there that have the words matrimony, marriage, or right. reference that in some way. That was almost an accident in some ways, though. Based on Daniel was a, in a wedding at at the time and just started cooking up a lot of songs as far as theme i don't know what do you guys think did you have any it was almost to me if i might say it it was it was sort of a sad album you know like the the songs were mostly upbeat but you know the the feeling the emotions you got after listening to them you know they were kind of sad and almost depressing but it but when you listen to it you're like man this is great and then afterwards you're like ah i don't know what what do you guys think about that yeah yeah i think that's very true that that we've been trying to get sad across for like three records the first two we didn't make it (laughs) i I think too much i i guess our our youth or over 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 zealousness came out and uh, so we're finally getting the getting all the pieces into place and figuring out where we can fit in with the songs and 
Is that still carrying over to the to the newer songs you've had here? I think so. I mean, I think all along we've been just trying to do songs of, about life or things that happen to us, and that right. includes happy, happiness and sadness and everything in between. So, mm-hmm. Well, cool. Uh, as far as the recording, the, the music behind it, I found that as compared to the EP and uh, Buzz a Buzz, that it was a little bit more deeper. There's more instrumentation. There's more stuff going on in the record. What was that process like? <laughs> Yeah, we, we were holed up in Scott Salter's studio for three weeks working on it. Solid, and uh, prior to that, had demoed for a couple of weeks and been on the road for a year. So right. we had seen a lot of each other, and <laughs> we're we're able to work on that pretty intensively. Right. Yeah, a lot of van conversations, and I mean, I think one idea that shows up and it kind of touches on what you're talking about is uh, that we explored this time was was just like seeing how far you could push one instrument and seeing just how many ways you could bend that. Like there's one song where where 25 Daniels where it's, uh, I mean maybe 30 or 40 saxophone tracks going on. Right, I was about to play that next. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, so there, we just had, and same thing with our voices. We really tried to, I mean, lots of harmonizing. Yeah. Tons of just really like stacking voices on top of Mm -hmm. each other to see how they can interact. And there's other, other examples. I think auto might have, Four, maybe four or five piano tracks. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of things just have yeah. a lot. Just how many tracks can you put in a song right. of one instrument? You definitely focused on the harmonizing a lot with uh, the songs I Am and Pyramid. Yeah. And, and it was almost like, you know, you were talking about being a pyramid and building on top of sort of the, the music, I guess. Yeah, that's actually one of the, uh, the I Am and Pyramid are actually two of the oldest songs in the Bombay catalog. Mm-hmm. Um, and just took a long time to put them together, figure out a way that we were happy. And I, I think going into this, I, I don't think we thought Pyramid was going to be on the record. It was definitely like a B track, and I, I don't even know about I Am. It I turned out it, to be two of my favorites. So. Oh yeah, I think mine also. I enjoy yeah. them a lot also. Let's go ahead and listen to uh, 25 Daniels, what we were about to play, and I guess focus on the brass part. Yeah. What do you say? Daniels rode off that day They were wearing the same coat of blue And the last time she smiled Was for Evan and you In the winter 1972 88.1 WKNC That is 25 Daniels It's by Bombadil off there Tar Pits and Candylands Joining me in studio right now I have Daniel, Brian, and James Of Bombadil Fellas, thanks so much for dropping by this Friday evening, talking about the band a little bit, um, and also about Tar Pits, because this album, as I've mentioned, was awesome. It was awesome. And I think everyone at KNC just could not stop playing it, and people in the area were just obsessed with it. And yet, as soon as it came out, it was like you guys had to you know, take a quick break and not promote it, not tour it. You guys had a lot of great media reviews and stuff like that, but how frustrating was it to put this out and not be able to do anything with it. I mean, uh, <laughs> it's pretty- yeah, it was horrible. Yeah. yeah, it was horrible. I mean, I think we know we needed to take a break. Yeah, and I think that that's probably got us through it, realizing it was for the best. But it, it was very hard not to play these songs and share them. Definitely. Mm-hmm. And I guess the alternative would have been not put out the record or or wait, push that off to some indefinite time. And I guess right. I'm just glad it is out there. I think, yeah, uh, that's well, seemed- important thing yeah i mean i'm glad it's out there i get to listen to it every week so <laughs> but I, you guys had done sort of a a tour you know i put that in, in quotes 
uh, on your website, bombadelmusic.com, you guys have, you know, there's pictures of this album all over the place. Can you talk a little bit about that, <laughs> I guess? Yeah, we had to think outside the box. James, you want to sure. on this for a while? This is Big James' idea here. It, it, I am responsible for this idea. I guess it, obviously inspired by Amelie and the, the traveling gnome and the yeah. fact that I was moving to Oregon and we all love to travel and have families that love to travel. And it was like, this. Is, it would be really cool if our record went all these places that we couldn't go. And yeah, it wasn't much more than that. It, it made my road trip across the country much more interesting right. because I, I stopped at some interesting sites. And then we've gotten some really random fan response from it as well, which has been really fun when it's, it's kind of like a, a early Christmas for present or something right. to open up the email <laughs> and, and see this photo of our record somewhere like the LA car show or, and I was really bummed. I just got back from the Arizona. I was at the Grand Canyon. And I was like, I am taking this album, and I'm going to take a picture. And uh, it was the last thing I was going to pack. And I left it on my desk. And then when I, I didn't realize it until I got there, and I was just like, no, you know. But where are some, where are some cool places that people have taken pictures of, of the album at? Yeah, the L.A. Car Show was a fun one. Yeah, We've been doing a series of cats now. The past couple weeks have been cat pictures. If anybody has any cats... <laughs> They want to send pictures in with their cat with the record. That'd be really great. Yeah. Let's see. I went to a Civil War memorial and grabbed some pictures there. That was yeah. really fun. Um, <laughs> heading back that way. Uh, Which one was the Civil War? The place outside Nashville. We might not have posted those yet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> They're coming. We've, we've got a back that's, that's after the cat series uh, comes through. <laughs> we want to strike while yeah. the iron's hot on that craze. Uh, yeah, let's see. There's some fun snowman ones. It, up in D.C. where I was, there's this massive blizzard. In February, we got like oh, right. two feet of snow. Terrible. Like, yeah. yeah, like 30 inches of snow or something like that. And so I had some fun building like snowmen and using the mm-hmm. uh, tar pits. Had some fun playing with the snowmen in Washington. Right. Daniel, as far as it goes for you, I mean, you know, with your health problems and not being able to do much, how difficult has it been for you to sort of deal with, you know, the music part of things? And not being able to play, not being able to compose, you know, how has it been for you? Uh, yeah, it was, it's very hard. It still is, but it's getting better. I just really had to take a take a step away and I ignore it, kind of forget about it, just kind of put it, close that door and try opening some new ones. And then, yeah, but I'm, I'm coming back around now, so I'm, I'm peeking in this door again of music and hoping I can get back to it. Um, but yeah, no, life goes on, things change. Uh, you find, There's other things to fill your time. So, yeah. What about the live show? I mean, the last time I saw you guys... I think it was April, maybe it was May of, I saw you guys at the Lincoln Theater. So the last show I believe you played in Raleigh uh, before you had to take this break. And you guys were on point as far as the live show goes. I mean, the crowd was going nuts. You guys were just completely awesome on stage. What do you think that this break has sort of done to the live show? I mean, you guys haven't played together. You spread out, you know? It's definitely forced us to rethink how a lot of these songs could be played. I mean, Stuart... Uh, went back to school shortly before we decided. Before we decided we we had to cancel the tour, and so we were already trying to think about how could we take these right. songs made for four people and play them as three. I remember um, you guys talking about that. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 hard. If you don't use it, you lose it, and so we definitely have to practice. Yeah, a lot of practice ahead of us, I think. Right. But but one thing I've noticed just from talking to you guys today, and, and I've, I've spoken to Daniel once or twice. You guys are optimistic. You guys are upbeat. This isn't like dragged you guys down. Like some bands would be like, you know what? Forget about it. We're not going to worry about it anymore. But you guys, you know, you still have that passion. I, I can still see the fire in you. How do you keep that burning? You know, how do you keep writing music? How do you keep the, you know, all that going? You know, you guys are <laughs> laughing at me here. <laughs> uh, 
No, no, it's a serious question. Uh, I guess we just, I love it. I don't know. Yeah, I just like, I like music. I like hearing it, I like playing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think we all really love music, and that just makes it a lot easier. And this is kind of an opportunity to step back and really do things differently and try yeah. new things and play with other people. I know that both Brian and I have, since we can play, have played with other people. And that, that's an you know, eye-opening experience when you've played with the same three people yeah. for quite some time. And so it's fun to bring that back together with the people that you played a really long time with, too. Yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into another song here. I believe, you know, Sad Birthday is one of my favorites. Is that okay? Yeah, that, that, yeah that, that'd be a great one to play. Once more, uh, this is off of Tar Pits and Canyonlands. And is there any sort of story behind this one? Did someone have a sad birthday one time? I did it. Yeah, I had a really terrible 21st birthday. Yeah. And I feel like 21st birthdays are just filled with, there's so much pressure for it to be awesome. <laughs> and like, you're supposed to go out with your buddies. Drunk and, and like, debauchery. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, wow, it's going to be awesome. And it was, yeah, decidedly unfun. Like, my yeah. birthdays, it happens to be during like exam time at, at college. And uh, so I had yeah. to basically was up like late writing a paper and like went to bed at like 2 p.m. and mm -hmm. like, my, I think one of my friends bought me like a consolation burrito, and like that oh, was boy. the extent of my my little fiesta. <laughs> it was just, know, just the buildup of you know you just really want an awesome birthday, and sometimes yeah. you just don't. Especially get it. your twenty first. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And yeah, I think there's, I, I think a lot of people out there probably have lackluster birthdays, and yeah, so huh. that's it. I had a pretty bad twenty first birthday too, but we'll save that for another time. Okay. <laughs> this is sad birthday. It's by Bombadil right here on the local beat. Eighty-eight point one WKNC. That was Kuala Lumpur. Did I say that right, fellas? I think Kuala, so. Kuala Lumpur. Kuala Lumpur. Yeah, it yeah. sounds great. It's off of the Tar Pits and Canyonlands album by Bombadil, released back in two thousand nine, about a year ago now. That's when the album came out. Before that was Sad Birthday, also by Bombadil, and we played Twenty Five Danos a little while back. And there's a funny story with that that we were just talking about, Daniel. Okay, great. Uh, yeah, this song came about as an assignment. I gave Brian. I told him I wanted him to write a song with my phone number. And or maybe he came up with the assignment himself. Maybe. I think Stewart assigned it. Like okay. he he had just lost his cell phone. Stewart had, yeah. And so I guess he'd heard that like if you you know you write a song about numbers helps you remember them. And so yeah. he was like, I need a song to help remember Daniel's number. <laughs> uh, and that was the that was the mission. Um, so what was the? Uh, is your number? My embedded? number is in in there. Uh, the <laughs> it's like chronic uh, chron I hope yeah, you don't get a thousand phone calls now from. Uh, we've told people before. No, yeah. I've never had. Just this one guy from Texas called, uh, texted me about a month ago, uh, asking if this no was way. Bombadil's telephone number, wow. and uh, I responded, "Yes, this is Daniel." And he just said how much he loved the record, and uh, was really excited that the phone number was real. And thank you, and have a nice wow, day. That's so, awesome. that, it was cool. I never even noticed that. I probably listened to that song like a thousand times. No idea. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we wanted to talk a little bit. You, you guys had a day trotter session. I guess it, it was right after the album was released. Is that right? That it came out. Uh, you did four songs, uh, I think, from various points in, in Bombadil history. Can you talk a little bit about that? Any any stories associated with the, the day trotter stuff? That was a fun little trip. Uh, we went up to... They're based out of Illinois, but the main dude was in Asheville at the time at the uh, the big church. What's that? 
Uh, oh, the Echo, Echo Mountain. Yeah, yeah, it was at Echo yeah. Mountain Studio. And at, like, that's where, oh, the Avids did uh, mm-hmm. emotionalism. Yeah, they did emotionalism there, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. And uh, a lot of people recorded stuff there. But the guy before us was uh, Gary Jules, who did uh, Mad Mad World. Yeah. And was like, Wait. my freshman uh, <laughs> Kazaa Q. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Quite frequently. Yeah, so that was fun. Did that give the album a little bit more promotion? You know, how did you, did you get anything from that? I think that really helped. Yeah, it did. It did help a lot with exposure, just spreading it around. We mm. actually had one commenter write in. Jan- so one of the songs we played is "Out of the Bear," and that's based uh, on this little Polish poem, this five-line poem. Right. And James, when he was talking about explaining the songs, what they were like, um, he explained that it was about this poem. And this random Polish guy, I guess, came out of nowhere and was like, "Oh, you mean this one?" And he, like, I guess, had been. It had been some. I embedded it in his youth somewhere, and yeah. he just like pulled it out of his hat, and I, I'd never actually seen it. I, I wasn't even sure if it was real. I thought you were like, <laughs> <laughs> it is real. It is real. Well, let's talk a little bit about the future of Bombadil. I mean, you know, we we sort of know the past. The past year, it hasn't been too much to talk about. What about the future? Is was is there a timeline for anything? You guys are still writing songs still talking hanging out you gonna you guys want to continue the band what's what's the future well that Stuart has issued uh, this is a, a Stuart robinson our, our who's not here right now he's not here unfortunately he he played piano with us for years and then went back to school um shortly before we had to stop touring he he has officially issued a challenge for each of us to come up with like an ep's worth of material mm. uh, by wow. the end of the year so i think we're going to try and and aim for that and then so you guys, yeah. you guys are really planning on doing a lot more stuff here. I think so. Yeah, I mean, we yeah. just like doing this. Uh, uh, it's just too much fun to, I think, turn our backs on it and hopefully keep looking around for a studio that would be a great fit, or maybe slowly assemble like a you know armada of microphones and maybe maybe even do our own thing if we yeah. get fired up. And we we were talking before we came into the studio, just uh, as we had dinner across the street that something we would love to get back from being on the radio is ideas for what a band like us can do when they can't go play 200 dates a year. Right. Like, if what? we were your band, what would you tell us to do? <laughs> how, how would you suggest? Uh, yeah, so if anyone's listening out there, you're a creative person, what's an email or something that you could be reached at? Oh, you can send an email to wearebombadil at gmail.com. Yeah. If you have any creative things that Bombadil can do. And if you have any pictures with cats and the album. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an interesting time for music. I mean, we're we're trying to think of new ways that records can be released also. I mean, it mm-hmm. just seems like fewer and fewer people are going with the compact disc. And so we've been trying to think, mm-hmm. uh, do you put it on, you make a book out of it? Do you uh, give people little, like, thumb drives to take the record home in or... We're just trying to explore a lot of a lot right. of options out there. Well, what about Stewart? What's he up to? He's not here to talk for himself. You guys can yeah. you know trash him all you want. <laughs> uh, he's working at IBM uh, this semester. Uh, he's doing like I guess he's doing some kind of program at State where you go to classes for a semester, then work for a semester. Right. So he's enjoying that, and he's actually in the process of moving to Durham this weekend uh, to a new apartment over there. He, he's been writing a lot of music. Uh, he was at Bonnaroo, uh, I think, a couple weekends ago, and he got really fired up. So oh, he's, I'm jealous. He's got a lot of new songs, one about a crocodile, another one about snacks that have gotten cold. 
<laughs> and, and they sound they sound really great, uh, and we're really really excited about them. Yeah. So hope to hear more. Well, cool. And and I, I have to ask you guys. Well, first of all, you're listening to the local beat right here on KNC, and we have a Twitter account. It's called WKNC Local Beat. And I, you know, before the show, I asked people to send me questions for you guys, and I had about uh, several people. Um, Daniel asked me, "How are you doing? How far has your recovery come? You know, how are you feeling now?" Uh, great. Thank you, listeners or writers, in for your your concern. I'm I'm doing a lot better. Just time. It's just a lot of time. Right. Very slow, and but the body, body can't heal. Right. So. Well, best of luck to you guys. We're going to play a song, and then we're going to come back, and we're going to play one last live song. Is that okay with you guys? That's great. This is Honeymoon right here on The Local Beat. Eighty-eight point one WKNC honeymoon right there. It's by Bombadil. We've had a whole Bombadil hour here, nothing but Bombadil tunes, and we have another live track. And this is also a new song, guys. Right? Yeah, it's brand. It's uh, brand new, pretty much. Cool. And I believe it's called Leather Belt. Yep. And you're only going to hear this live here on the local beat. I do want to mention before we get to that that these songs will be available after the. I guess in a couple of days. Give me some time to get to them. Uh, we'll be putting them up on the WKNC website and the Local Beat Reverb Nation page. Right now, though, let's go ahead and jump into Leather Belt by Bombadil. Like a leather belt, I am unlatched on the floor. The untethered ball detached from the core. Please don't pick me up. Perhaps it's my preferred Please don't put me back I'm a dropped acorn If you mean well If you mean well Leave me here Don't leave me here It's what I fear Like a desert oak I wear a trench coat of thorns If you lean on me Your skin might get torn Please don't pick me up Perhaps it's my preferred form Please don't put me back I'm a dropped acorn If you mean well If you mean well Leave me here Don't leave me here It's what I fear Just a heavy wind, I am a hurricane Being a steady wave, cursing all I'm seeing Please don't pick me up, perhaps it's my preferred form Please don't put me back, I'm a dropped acorn If you mean well, if you mean well Leave me here. It's what I fear. 
90.1 WKNC. That is Bombadil live here on the local beat. That song is called Leather Belt and is unreleased. It's brand new off of, I guess, an upcoming album way in the future whenever you guys feel like getting that done. Well, fellas, I want to thank you so much for coming in. And uh, feel free to come in on any time in the local beat. Appreciate it. Yeah, thank thanks you. so much for having us and for listening out there. And I'm getting out of here. I'll be back next week from 5 p.m. to 8 p.m. Uncle Paul is coming up next with Friday Night Request Rock. Stay tuned. You're listening to WKNC, The Revolution. KNC, an extremely precious resource. 88.1.